Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Rough Riders Radio podcast. It will be short and sweet and oh so tasty. Today would be our 446th podcast to date, entitled The Great Pretender. Yes, we would be talking about the Don Juan himself, the dumpster man, Donald J. Trump, anything but a Don Juan, and he's no long dong. Here it is. We're taking another excerpt out of Michael Wolff's best-selling book, New York Times best-selling book, Landslide, The Final Days of the Trump Presidency. We're on page 146. 147 and 148 and 149. What was in Trump's mind on the week in the week following the election of 2020, November 3rd, 2020? Here we go. What was in Trump's mind? How did he think he could really overturn the election? That's what we're all talking about. What was in Trump's mind? And who knew what was in Trump's mind? There were people in the Trump circle who had achieved respect and standing because they had come to have fine antenna for how the president might react. They got his animal instincts. But there was no one, literally no one, who would have claimed they had any substantial insight into what Trump was thinking and feeling. It just became logically necessary to accord him a kind of Martian status. He was simply not like anyone else. In insider political circles, almost all politicians are seen as difficult and even damaged people, necessarily tolerated in some civics class inversion because, because they were elected. But the question that was asked since the beginning of the administration, and that became even more urgent as Trump's single-minded and senseless election challenge progressed, was, why would anyone tolerate this? Why would anyone tolerate Trump's obsession with trying to overturn a legitimate very one of the most legitimate elections in U.S. history. Well, the answer was simply that in 2016, he had been elected, no matter how loopy and unexpected that was. But the other answer was that in politics, there was a whole professional class whose essential skill sets involved dealing with maximally difficult and damaged bosses. You took it and put up with it and tried to make the best of it not in spite of everything, but because this is what you did. This was the job you had. And the more you could tolerate or accept or rationalize, the better you were at it and the higher you would rise in the universe, the brutalized universe of power. Still, what was Donald thinking? Here they were a month in with every single indicator having gone against them. More than 50 separate lawsuits had collapsed by early December. Anything that the election challenge needed in order to proceed had failed. 
There was <clears throat> so what was he really thinking? He must understand, yes. There was hardly any indication that he did. But <clears throat> in his mind, he had won the election by a landslide, and it had been taken from him by both blatant and unseen hands, thieves in the night in the liberal establishment. And he, by his own act of will, would get it back by demanding that it be given back. But perhaps the answer as to what he was really thinking was beyond logic. Trust me, it was. That's an aside from your podcaster. Continuing, his emotional intelligence was all about performance. Performance. He was a circus barker, the ultimate promoter personality. Math rather than class, with a genius sense of how to satisfy an audience. He was an actor playing Donald Trump, the character, doing what he thought that character would do, what would most appeal to the character's audience, what would get ratings. You could just dismiss everything else about him but you still had to respect that. Here was a fact. His campaign had raised more than $200 million since its defeat. Us against them. Fighting spirit in the face of overwhelming odds against you. Or total reality inversion. The Pied Piper leading the deadhead Trump children into the alternative universe. Something was working if beyond all sense and logic. That word would be performance. Donald is nothing but performance. It's all about performance. And whatever he stands for, whatever he has ever done or will ever do, he is a walking, talking embodiment illustration, example of performance art. There you have it. This is the old Rough Rider rounding third, heading for home end. As always, stay well, keep it lit, and remember, we ride so you can just glide.